Apple kind of reset. Welcome to Control Alt Revolt, the podcast, episode 22. I'm Nick Cole. I'm Single White Medusa. And we're going to do two podcasts today because we are on our way to Las Vegas to conduct some business. And um, then, uh, so we're going to, you know, we've got about six, seven hours in the car back and forth because we don't stay in Vegas because, you know, we ain't those kind of people. We like our own bed, that kind of stuff. And um, it's just a short thing. So two podcasts, we're going to do one initially where we're going to talk about some election update stuff that's, you know, just another arrow in the quiver, something to add to. We're going to talk about this story about BlackRock Capital buying up all kinds of real estate and why that's going to impact all of us and move us towards the Great Reset. And then we're going to do an Insiders Only podcast later. So make sure you're subscribed for that because there's going to be some very interesting conversation there, which is what we do here, right? Right. Exactly. We're going to have fun. And Single White Medusa is all dressed in summer white today and she's got her little I dream of genie in white outfit she looks like she could blink her eyes and nod her head and grant all my wishes done we just gotta get her to say yes master (laughs) but she's too she's too strong to do that that was a 60s thing that girls would do (laughs) they don't do that anymore we'll work on that one yes master Anyways, uh, we're going to start off today with a little thread about the election shenanigans that went on. Um, Is it a smoking gun? Nope. But there are some, you know, uh, again, these are stories, you know, that the mainstream media is not covering because they're inconvenient. You know, like the uh, riots and protests that are going on across Europe and especially in Great Britain. You haven't heard anything about that because they don't want you to know about that. Or the ongoing massive cyber war that we're in right now. They don't want you to know anything about that. It's just, uh, you know, everybody's using Zoom, and so that's why the internet sucks. Uh, Please don't pay attention to why CNN's website was knocked out yesterday. Or please don't pay attention to why 60 members of Congress cannot access their accounts because they're locked up by ransomware right now. There's some very serious and legitimate stuff going on, and the news is being criminally ignorant. Now, when we say criminally ignorant, what do we mean? Well, they're not reporting on information you should know about, and you have to ask, well, why, why aren't you doing that? Well, we've learned that when they don't report on something, it's because they want an outcome. They're no longer are interested in the truth. The truth means nothing. The only truth is power. So they're not going to tell you about the things that hurt them. Or they're not going to tell you about things that they don't want you to have access about. So it's some brave reporters that do that. I I was going to list some of the Twitter reporters that I follow. Um, Sean Davis is one. Cheryl Atkinson, obviously. Um, Laura Logan really got red-pilled after uh, the Muslim spring. She is just on fire. Um, The three craziest things... uh, uh, and the reporters that I actually access that I find trustworthy are three people that, like, I don't think you'd think that I would follow them. I think they're all homosexuals. Not that I wouldn't follow homosexuals, but I do. So I'm noting that because I'm more of a red-pilled 
right-leaning conservative, but I follow three hardcore original liberal school homosexual reporters because those people are the people right now, even on the Republican side or whatever, right side, conservative, those three are dragon fighters. And that's Glenn Greenwald, um, Barry Weiss, and Andy No. Those three are just really going to the mat. They're kind of taking on their own tribe. It's very interesting. But they, you know, and, and again, it's people like, they probably would not like me in real life. Um, and I, I'm not, I like everybody. I, I really, even if you disagree with me politically or whatever lifestyle, I, that, that's not an unfair statement, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I yeah. mean, like, unless someone is just acting like a real jerk to you, but I mean, yeah, you, like it's that. yeah, bad behavior no is what's going to make me not like you. Yeah, but I never not like somebody because of whatever identity they have. No. I, 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 you'd be very surprised. One of your best friends is gay. Yeah, one of my best friends is gay. You know, I, I have a so, I, but I don't even think of it like that because yeah. I, I hate when He's people signal like that. It's just a friend. Exactly. I don't need to know what everybody's all about, but it's interesting in these three reporters. You would think that it would be three other reporters and it's it's these three um andy knows basically like running for his life they're trying to kill him and they've, to fall and they've practically killed him you twice, know right? i mean yeah and glenn greenwald him. has had you know he created one of the worst sites saw where it was going and then went to substack and began to become like you know they basically threw him out of his own site for going after the truth and then barry weiss was on the new york times and it seems like the woke police were going door to door then there, you know, um, getting loyalty outside of everybody. And she said, you know, it'd become untenable to write there as, a, as an honest journalist anymore. So that tells you a lot. So, <clears throat> you know, those are six people that I follow. Laura Logan, Cheryl Atkinson, um, uh, Sean Davis, Andy No, uh, Barry Weiss and Glenn Greenwald. Uh, I think between those six, you get a pretty good handle on what's going on out there. There are some other people that I develop interests on, you know, on certain subjects, depending on their uh, on their passion level. But here's somebody today, uh, a lawyer, that was actually um, doing some reporting about the election shenanigans that are, that are still ongoing. It's interesting, uh, recounts have now been audited, uh, ordered in, in several states. Colorado showed up and actually got interested in the recount that was going on. So it ain't over. Do I think Trump's going to be reinstated? No. But, you know, sometimes things have never happened until they actually happen. But I do think it's important to get to the bottom of what happened on that election. I don't think anybody thinks that Joe Biden, who seems to be declining by the day, won an election and garnered more votes than Barack Obama. And I don't know if you caught Kamala's performance uh, yesterday. She's having, and, and this is really saying something for her, she's having a spectacularly bad day. And, and what is with the cackle? What is, like, it's it's like, it's like she is an uncontrollable, she's not, like, she might be a psychopath. Mm -hmm. Sociopaths are a little more controlled and a little more planning, but, like, she might be some kind of weird psychopath with that laugh that she can't control but the Lester Holt, which interview, which is as friendly for her as it could get. MSNBC, that guy is fully in the tank. And he went after her just a little bit and she couldn't hang. 
you know, and, and I mean, like, you've got to check that internet out. It's, it's incredibly bad. So there are still people fighting the good fight over the elections, and the thread that Single White Medusa is going to read to you right now is pretty interesting. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is from Matthew S. DePerno, Esquire. And the Esquire so, means he's a lawyer. I know. <laughs> Number one, we have been lied to. The Antrim County Election Management System, EMS, was remotely and successfully logged into anonymously on 11-5-2020 at 5.55 p.m. and again on 11-17-2020 at 5.16 p.m. Yes, that is correct. Remotely. And, then, and, that, and why that's important is remember... We were all told by Dominion in front of Congress, these cannot be remotely accessed. Giuliani takes his show in there uh, trying to to get this flipped while the Congress is running their game show, which was to create an incident, I think, on January 6th so that Pence uh, could do his duty and screw all of us. Not a big Mike Pence fan anymore, sorry. I was, really liked him. But now I'm off the Mike Pence train. Me too. So um, Giuliani's in there, and he's got data analysts. He's got UPS drivers. He's got everybody saying, ah, no, something wasn't right here. Even statistically, even physically on the ground, everything like that. And we were told, oh, no, no, no. You stupid little deplorables with all your conspiracy theories. They couldn't even remotely access the machines because the machines are a closed circuit and you've got people I remember there was the lady who they were going after and she's like you could see the internet icon down in the screen yeah you know it's not that hard like I can get internet access on on my Kindle yeah you know like any kind of it's it but again they the left has learned that you can sell a low info voter an easy answer that satisfies what they want to hear and they snap it up. The on-the-fence voter will be shamed into snapping it up. And the people who kind of maybe are on the other side but don't want to really do the hard work and the due diligence, they'll just kind of accept it because there seems to be a consensus of the willing. Again, all these things fly in the face of facts. So here, let's do our facts. Next thread. Number two. Those dates are significant because they correspond directly to the dates the county and SOS were trying to correct the intentional computer problems that subverted the election. These logons appear to have escalated privileges at the time of logon. Again, remotely. Yeah, why would you want to escalate privileges? Privileges gets into the thing the data analyst kid was trying to say where they were waiting the votes and mm-hmm. they were, you know, taking uh, vote. They were they were giving like certain sectors like 1.72 votes, you know, mm-hmm. and that's how the thing that he said is, you know, why are, why are there fractions of votes? That's why are the, there decimal? Why are there decimal points in votes? And yeah. that was the big clue. Low info voter. Oh no, 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 you know, easy answer. The press doesn't even report on it. But I know that like if the shoe had been reversed and Trump had been doing these things. I mean, I think you'd see Donald Trump's corpse hanging from the Capitol Rotunda for 365 days mm-hmm. as a reminder never to do these things again. But in, instead, we're told there's no story here, move on. The vaccine, there's no story here, move on. Everything is 
no story here, move on. This is classified, you can't handle it. We have become a nation of secrets and not because there are secrets that need to be protected, which sometimes, you know, with, with certain things there are. Um, but we've become a nation of secrets because information is power and they want to control all the information. So again, what else do we have there? Number three, but we were told there was no internet connection. In an accredited system, an anonymous user should not be authorized by the accredit, accredit, accreditation, I can't say that, accreditation authority, but would instead be required to enter a specific username and password to utilize the system. Number four, we were told there was no internet connection. We were told there was no remote access. We were told this was human error, all lies. This is fraud. This decertifies the Antrim County election. SOS Benson should resign or be impeached. I think that's the end of the thread there, but it, it is, you know, there. this is not an unheard story. This is a story that's being repeated. The, 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 cal the count in Arizona is still ongoing. There are disturbing things coming out of that. There are people who are saying, oh, it's not enough or whatever. Uh, again, the conspiracy as I see it to defraud us of the election results was death by a thousand cuts. Never the big, because as I've said before on this podcast, the modern audience is now trained, thanks to the blockbuster thriller, to look for the torpedo to the main exhaust port that kills the Death Star. They were smart when they did this, and, and what the, one of the biggest clues is starting and stopping the count in the middle of the night. And that tells you that they were they were throttling. They were throttling and adding and adjusting to make sure that they got just enough. Um, they didn't do this in 2016 because we all, me included, knew that Hillary Clinton was going to win. So they didn't need to do this. It was, you know, who, Donald Trump, geez, that guy, the reality, reality television, no, we've got this in the bag. And Clinton, being the cheap ass that she is, probably didn't want to pay for the services to have this done. Dominion makes a lot of money. Uh, people don't do these things because they're true believers. They do these things because there is money involved. And I think she thought, no, we've got this. You know, her people thought we've got this. We don't need, we could keep that money for ourselves. And you know, the Clintons are known greed heads. Yeah. So again, just a new breaking development, but it, it flies in the face of there's nothing to see here. Well, obviously there is something to see here. Uh, someone was given login, uh, was logged in and was given upgraded credentials to conduct shenanigans. Why was that going on when we were told that this was actually impossible? We were lectured on TV ad nauseum that this was impossible. And apparently it happened, but you know what? It's six months later. You can't win anything. You can't change. Just stay down on the mat, Johnny. Don't even try to try. You know, what did he say in Karate Kid? They say to Ralph Macchio, stay down, kid. Uh, you lost. Well, he didn't lose. He got up and he kicked Johnny in the teeth. Good. You know, so so maybe maybe that's us. Maybe we're all the Karate Kid. Maybe we got to keep getting up. Yeah. Maybe stuff ain't working too hot. But we cannot let these lizards win can't let them win no i don't think they're lizard people but man they crawled out of some kind of rock under yeah. from uh, okay 
So the next thing we got going on here is towards the uh, the conversation of the big reset. Oh, there's no such thing as the big reset. You guys are yeah, the great reset. This is this is a right wing conspiracy. Right? No, they published it all about it. It's themselves. all in the World they Economic ne- Forum. They were never secretive about so it. So now the biggest uh, asset management uh, firm in the world is going around buying up houses. Uh, uh, they've bought up three over a million list price. They're they're making wow. offers twenty to fifty percent above list price. They bought up an entire development down in Texas. Um, with that, like right out, like so, no one could even come in and buy it. They just made a bulk buy, purchase everything like that. Why are they doing this? Well, it turns out that BlackRock is one of the foremost promoters of the Great Reset. The Great Reset, one of their fundamental, uh, you know, pillars of how they see the future for us going forward, is a rental society. We're already kind of there. Subscribe to Netflix. Subscribe to your clothes rent an Uber, all these kind of things. Well, the next step is to get all of us to be renting our houses. Um, And how do you do that? Well, you make one, the purchase of new houses or any houses, you make that price so prohibitively high that low to middle income people cannot afford them. People are talking about this all over the internet right now. Um, Just the desire to own a home and they can't. Um, Now you have these, and these guys are not the only ones. All the asset, big management asset firms, Vanguard, who I have an account with, uh, a lot of them are coming in and doing these massive purchases over price. The next step is they turn into landlords. So, you know, I don't think anything could go wrong with that, with a private company owning vast sections of America as landlords. Certainly they wouldn't become, you know, like, I don't know, feudal overlords. Um, making sure that you voted the right way, making sure that you're vaccinated, your rental conditions really depend on all that. Um, but you know, if everything always goes sideways, they can suddenly sell, but for the long term, they can, they can force you in to that rental. Why is that important? Apparently about $130 trillion of the world economy is in middle-class income and they would like to have that for themselves. So they're going to move you out of the ability to uh, own land, own a home, which is the best way, you know, land, I mean, flat out verbatim, forget stocks or bitcoins or, you know, those things come and go or anything like that. But you possessing the land, the house and making the property tax payments is the greatest path, the, the strongest path toward generational wealth. Every financial investment advisor will tell you that. That is how you, that is how our parents in the 60s and the 70s, who used to own like, hey, we've got the suburban house, then we've got the vacation house. They used to be able to do those things. But what happened now is these companies are now buying all of the rental property. And then at the minimum, what they can do is turn around and jack up the price immensely because the average buyer now is just buying a loan. They're not buying a house. So, you know, People aren't really saying, man, can I ever pay off $1.2 million? No, no. But they got the loan and that's great. And in about six years when they want to redecorate or go on a vacation to Disney World or whatever, they'll just refi and live their best Instagram influencer life. You will become a permanent debt slave. 
And now we are seeing that this is actually, China was trying to do this with purple bricks and things like that. Um, I, I've driven around sections of Orange County and especially rich sections and seen like tons of unoccupied homes that are owned by Chinese investment firms. They don't even look at them. They just do sort of a Zoom tour and write a check and they got it. Well, that was for the rich people homes. Now they're moving down to the middle and lower class homes and they're going to turn us into what are called SBRs, which are uh, or S SFRs, single family renters. And that is the only opportunity you are going to have. You are going to have to rent. You are going to be a company person. Don't be surprised if suddenly the only work you can get near your town is a big giant, uh, uh, you know, uh, Amazon sort of box style warehouse or a Google fulfillment center or whatever it is. I don't know. But that's the next step, and you'll see that these places are are springing up alongside those things. And you know, it is. I think the I think they tried to soft sell this with some propaganda, with a film called Nomadland, uh, which I think uh, they tried to say, oh, it's a bitter indictment against corporate society. But like in a lot of ways, they were really selling van life, and really selling just becoming a slave to the corporatocracy, the technocracy, but living this sort of free, wonderful, beautiful, hippie existence, uh, looking at rocks and trees. And that's all bullshit. You should own stuff. You should you should steer into this and find how to own stuff because it, they are making it in their best interest to make sure that you don't even have the ability to own stuff, that your best life is spent renting everything. And if they were the nicest, most... Um, you know, had your best interest at heart. People, maybe that wouldn't even be the worst thing in the world, but that is not the case. And yeah. when you do this, you're at their mercy, and that's yeah. the dangerous thing. Yeah. I think we're at a moment where I think we can still do stuff about this. Um, I think we've got to do stuff about this. Again, what stuff? I don't know. But, but the first step is to talk about these things, the election shenanigans, now the economic shenanigans. Don't feel like the wall is closing in, you know, Form up, figure things out, fight back, do the opposite. What they rely on, it's really interesting, in both of these scenarios, what they rely on is the easy answer. And that's what, unfortunately, a large section of the population is going to choose. The easy answer, do nothing and just let it happen to you. And then, you know, like, because it'll be attractive when it happens. Like, hey, hey, you don't have to, like, own any more homes. We're going to make it so easy for you to rent. You know, your company's going to help pay for it. You're going to get a little scan gun. You're going to go down to the mall that was, that has now been repurposed as an Amazon mall. And you're going to be able to scan your interior furnishings, maybe even some design aspects, maybe even some building aspects. And it's all going to be put on credit and you're going to be renting. And, and, it, and it's going... It's not going to be with a gun to your head. It's going to be with a scanning gun in your hand. And you're going to feel like a giddy sense of excitement, you know, that, that you get in those kind of moments, you know, drugs or gambling or, you know, craziness, whatever it is, you're going to feel like you're living your best life because it's all contrived to make you feel that way. But it flies in the face of common sense. I was having a conversation last night with Doc Spears about Menlo Park, you know, where Edison, you know, wanted to create 
a static um, example in time that that was about American greatness. And you know, he he picked up the Wright, Wright brothers workshop and moved everything um, to his place. You know, I think it's in Michigan, Menlo Park, and and you can look at it. You know, in his lab and other people's labs. Because he wanted people to see, like, you can do this on your own. You know, you, this is how, this was American exceptional and greatness, and this is how we do it, do it. And what the corporatocracy is trying to do is, like, nope, just live in the pod, eat the buds, here's a scan gun, live your best Instagram life. But here's what I'm thinking about that scenario. <clears throat> that would only be fun, theoretically first time out. Okay, this is all a brand new thing. Everybody gets to go do that. Okay, I can see how that could be appealing to people. You think it's going to be that way every time? No, 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 it'll become Eventually, Well, but like, people don't treat their stuff well a lot of times. So it's brand new stuff that first time. Oh, yay, isn't this great? Yeah. But like, okay, now you have to move, you know, now you're going to be like, moving into a place do you get to get brand new stuff every time? No. Now you're going to have to use stuff that someone probably might not have treated very well. It's going to be... Well, your social of, your social credit score is going to determine if you get to go to the new mall or did you vote for Trump in 2024? Mm-hmm. You've got to go to the second mall, you know, and they'll give it something glamorous like golden memories, you know, or... Pre-loved whatever. Pre, pre, you know? <laughs> pre-loved specialties, but yeah. it'll be crap, you know, and if, and if, you're, if you're a really bad person... You're going to the flea market, and that's all you can afford, and that's all, and you'll just have to take it. There will only be, you know, I think Tim Pool said this, one last step, and at that point it'll be revolution. That's the only way you'll be able to get out of out of it. Yeah. But you'll be fighting the police because all the real police are gone by that time. What you have now are thugs. You'll have people who served in Antifa served in Antifa. Uh. And, and they will be beating the living hell out of you. And your guns will have been taken away. And, you know, it, it's, not a, it's not a good scenario. But we can be aware of it now and we can fight back. But, you know, uh, it's a big plan. Some smart people involved in it. <clears throat> but I still think we're a plucky band of rebels. Mm-hmm. I think we are. Maybe, maybe this summer you do push the kids in the car. And you go see some American exceptionalism. Maybe you can make it to Menlo Park. Maybe you can make it to other people who did great things. And you can stand around. And you can try to figure out how to do this stuff for yourself. Or you can inspire kids to say, I can do that. It was an interesting thing about Thomas Edison. Um, And I heard it in a completely different source. And I heard it this morning. Thomas Edison, when he was a young boy was sent home from school with a letter for his mother. And he was told not to look at the letter, and the letter was for his mother's eyes open only. She read the letter, and she began to cry. And when he asked her why, she said, this letter says that you are a genius, and that they can no longer teach you because they just don't have enough teachers, and that you are now to learn on your own and and to pursue that so after she died and this was years and years later after he had achieved so many things he found the letter when he was going through her stuff her belongings and the letter actually said your child is mentally ill and we can't teach him anymore 
he's no longer allowed at school. You know, Spielberg was actually kicked out of school for being the same way. Robin um, Williams. Robin too. Williams too. A lot of people who were exceptional didn't fit the mold, and and I think people who have kids in school right now are, are really fighting. You know, like you know, they're, they're trying to put them on the, all the pills, all of these kinds of things. But maybe what they're really trying to do is is kill the American exceptionalism, the greatness. Maybe I don't know that we can form up and you know fight today on the village green or burn down factories or do whatever it takes to stop this evil tyrannical plan but I know that we might be doing that tomorrow and we might be able to shift the game to where we have the power through invention and exceptionalism that we can we can be the ones charting the future and I think that we need to get in touch with our own individualism and our exceptionalism and our freedom and get away from conformity and fitting in and living your best Instagram life and, and eating the bugs and living in the pod and renting everything with a scan gun in your hand. And that is the podcast.